Yo, 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 Julie. <laughs> what do you have to say to your gut now? Hey, everybody. It is uh, July 29th, 2021. And it we just finished up uh, week three in the Big Brother USA house, season 23, uh, the live eviction where we saw Brent get evicted out of the house and 11 to nothing vote out on this season. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, who Jeff was just knocked off of the stream right as we were counting down. Here he comes back in. Uh, and gives me someone to say hello to. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing? Good. Uh, ready to talk all things Brent. Uh, it's a mixed a bag of how people treated him in the house on his way out. Yeah, tonight was kind of a, a somber time because, you know, it's it, it was almost like watching somebody get taken out to be shot out back or something i don't know it was <laughs> yeah yeah like well okay we'll, we'll get we'll break it all down but the, the 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 difference between like my two girls hannah and sarah beth and it was very different um <laughs> uh, i couldn't help notice the contrast between how they treated brent how they how they were um looking at each other in the house <laughs> yeah um yeah so we'll get it we'll break it all down but yeah, a lot, no, to, no. a lot to say. Okay, so um, why did Brent lose, Jeff? What happened with the Brent? Um, delusional, I think. Um, believed a lot of the stuff Frenchie fed him. That's what I took out of his exit interview more than anything. Yeah. Um, the whole the whole idea that like yeah, like Derek X, Travis, and uh, who was the other guy you mentioned? Um, I forget who it was. Uh, Kyland. He talked Kyland. about. Kyland. Yeah, yeah, those three guys he said teamed up against him on day two, and I—I I mean, is that true? Like Travis went out the, on day three or whatever it was, or no day? Nine, I don't know. Right? His exit interview was a little bit sus for me. Uh, yeah. He was—he was very much like, "Well, I'm a big target. I've been a target since the beginning. You can't change that." And and then he would say things like, "Kyla, you know, he betrayed me in the past." I'm like, well, "You guys have been in here for like three weeks. What are you talking about?" Like it's. Um, the past it just was like the way his terminology was just kind of um a little much <laughs> and yeah. a little a little aloof yeah I, I it was better than i expected i expected him like me and amanda were both uh watching it expecting um him to be a little bit more surprised a little bit more blindsided because his ego was just so off the charts that that to me it was impossible for him to not have a big fall, but of course he rationalized it in his brain that it was because he's a big threat. And then once Xavier said that to him in the exit interview in the exit, like um, messages, I, I'm sure that just reaffirmed to him. Yeah. You know? And, and, and the, uh, I, Jeff, I know you like honesty in the DR room. You like honesty and goodbye messages. I think even particularly pre jury, I would say, um uh, well, because that, that's what are you talking about goodbye messages is that yeah um i i i honesty sure but you don't need to be a freaking mean about it and and who would you think maybe was a little mean in their goodbye messages tonight i, who do I think you, i who know do you, who do you think i mean uh i have a suspect uh H hannah hannah stood out the most i thought actually i, I thought tiffany stood out the most hers also yes both of them but more at least tiffany's was a little bit more playful it was a little bit more like playing off the airline thing kind of like what xavier was doing in the dr uh, last episode because he's the flight attendant that didn't, that didn't bother me as much the hannah bothered me a lot because like i don't mm. know it it, it it was personal like it was complete opposite oh, yeah. of what Alyssa, like what Alyssa said like Alyssa was like, "Oh, you thought you I was wrapped around your finger, but I, you were actually wrapped around mine." But she's like, "Listen, nothing personal." And I was like, "That's, that's kind of like an I, I I appreciate that goodbye message." Hannah's was vindictive, petty. Um, yeah, she, I think kind she of she was waiting for this. She had been biting her lip, her tongue for a long time with Brent, and this was her chance to stick it to him. Right, and I don't begrudge the honesty, but. It was unnecessary. I don't well, yeah, I guess like, yeah, was Brent, was Brent's like treatment and sort of how he became 
what he became in the house and now how other people sort of just gaslighted him into thinking all those other things and because it was so incredibly easy almost too easy and we saw tonight like there was like the moment where brent walked away from derek uh, x and kylan at the foosball table and they're just like come on man like you know it's, it's painful yeah like you like we're not that good of liars but you can't see through it yeah they aren't they aren't that good of liars um and also the the moment where um like he was standing right beside Hannah when she was talking to Derek X and like literally said, Oh, when Brent leaves, then blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and he didn't hear that. Like, how did he not hear that? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. He didn't. Right. Like, 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 like she thought she was busted. And I was like, uh Oh, okay. Maybe the house is going to like, at least there's going to be some kind of a fight now, or there's going to be like Brent accusing people of lying to him. No, it never came to that. Because that's what the, that's why you tell people they're safe, right? So that there isn't sort of like sort of this blown out fight that tensions rise and then people start spilling secrets and whatever, blow up the house, if you will. Yeah, and I thought Whitney should have um, taken that chance, but I don't think she knows that she's in as much danger as she's in. Whitney, yeah, I'm not really sure how self aware she is either. Quite, you know, and uh, we just see like the long term effect of all of these aces because from Brent through Hannah and Whitney and Derek X, like they're all like Derek not, X is not, playing the best of those players, and Derek X is kind of like figuring out as he's going. Like, I think that Derek X would be a very good returning player, probably, but because he was not like a, per a person who came into the game with a lot of knowledge, you can see he's sort of muddling his way through it and trying to figure it out. Um, like the whole, like that whole thing where Hannah said, Oh, if you think you're safe you know you're probably going home right like that kind of like attitude she had hannah you're going they were talking about you in this episode as you're going to be the one going on the block and next to whitney you know so like where does she get off talking to him as if like 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 uh, you know i don't know like yes his ego's off the charts but like don't act like you are in control of the game because she is not at all you know yeah, well, like, um, I think that it's a little bit of that immaturity uh, showing with Hannah, um, you know, like, uh, like Alyssa would say. Because I can like middle schoolers. Yeah, and that, that was kind of like, like, I felt like, you know, Hannah or, or Hannah came across like, I'm like a teenager who's trying to like, you know, sort of, nah, 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 you know, a little bit. Mean girl. But, she mean girl them. And and it's yeah it, it, it to me it makes it look worse on her than you know than on him because it, it's just like le left a bad taste in my mouth because I have to continue to watch Hannah Brent's gone you know and, and that's the type of thing that she should have realized that like you know and it, it's also kind of cowardly to do it in your goodbye message like oh I got all this stuff I want to say to you uh you know but I'm gonna wait to do it in a goodbye message you know. It's yeah, yeah, and of those goodbye messages while we're on the subject, because there was quite a few. We had Xavier's like, I had to get you out. And like mm -hmm. that was probably, yeah, the safest thing. Xavier doesn't know he, he doesn't have to rub salt in the wound on the way out. There's no reason for him to. Exactly. Um, got you out. Your, our, your, your, your story, threat, man. Your yeah. story with me is over. It, yeah, like it, it does, it, 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 it behooves me not, not at all to just say, hey, good job. See you later. Uh, see you never. If you were if it was Zach Rance. Um, and uh, <laughs> right. and then we had Derek X who came in. He's like, dude, they went against you. And that was it. I couldn't do anything. Sorry. See ya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was Derek X. Exactly. That was Derek X. Uh, oh. Yeah. Hannah was the wrap around my finger comment, but like nothing personal, which was fine. Yeah. Um, there was a Tiffany... sort of fluffy one in between those two, right? Like between Hannah and Tiffany. I'm trying to remember who, who came in, but there was uh, no fluffy. There was no, fluffy. there was no fluffy. No. No. Okay. I, maybe I thought there was another one in there, but yeah. Then Tiffany came. I thought Tiffany was like the the airline routine, and Brent was just kind of like whatever. Um, okay. Let's talk yeah. about this episode. Maybe even leading up to it, because you know Brent was like, I got the votes because he believes in this alliance called the Mafia, which I definitely uh, definitely think was referenced. And uh, hey, while this may never get played again, but let's uh, throw it on. All right. How about the Mafia? Okay, the mafia. I like that. The mafia. The mafia said ciao to uh, to to Brent tonight, as they say in Italian. Um, Jeff, uh, what did you think of this? Of this, like, it was just more of the same, more of the same thing that Brent just like wa he wants to believe. 
right? He wants to believe certain things and he tries to manifest those things into existence. Um, like he wants to believe that mafia is real. So therefore he never questioned it wasn't. Yeah, it's very narcissistic. It's very like everything about it is um, diluted. <laughs> He'd make a great politician. Have we talked about this whole <laughs> idea of main character syndrome? Um, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe that's a part of it. Maybe the producers, like in the DR, were pumping Brent up a lot. I don't know. You know, like, like I, I don't get where all that stuff was coming from. It seems so delusional that it's almost unbelievable. That's right. how I that that's how I felt about the this whole thing. And it, like, I'm like, how is he this dumb? And then you listen to him talk, and he can't form a sentence. Actually, and he wasn't the only one. Like, there's so many people out there tonight that like i was like these people know how to talk like what's going on <laughs> like you know like i don't know just their sentences didn't make sense a bunch of times like uh especially brent like uh what did he say uh something like uh, uh keep me around we've had fun don't we and it's like he used a past tense and a present tense in the same sentence and it didn't yeah his, his <laughs> speech uh was really bad really generically just blah no emotion not like i i know that the votes are already made up and no one's changing based on what you say but you know it's your chance to stand up in front and whatever and even if you felt safe like this was just kind of a a blah moment um you know compared to maybe britney who uh you know like uh she is uh i think starting to get on some of the viewers nerves uh <laughs> Um, I do think, okay, at least she had enough self-awareness to go, okay, maybe I shouldn't rap. But then she continued just to do the same rap, but as spoken word poetry. She was, and... She's a slam poet now. Um, I only took the rap part. Here we go on the block week two. Don't you see it? We got deja vu. I'm kidding. I'm not rapping. I'm kidding. I'm not rapping. You are. You just did. You just did. <laughs> oh, you didn't give us all the verses. but No, it's... she did. She just did rap them. I have a slam poetry session coming up right at you. This girl, so, man. I, she, I mean, at least she's entertaining. She's entertaining me, and I have to give her She's that. got the energy. You can't say that she doesn't have energy. Um, and she's not uh, a character. She definitely is. Yes. Um, yes. Jeff, she's well, just, you know, from the other side of the, uh, of the river, um, as she would say. Shout out to Niagara Falls, New York, my hometown. Uh Niagara, like, yeah, we got to get Jerry on the podcast and get his opinions on Niagara Falls, New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where my mother-in-law lives too. Oh, right, that's true. Yeah, does she live in the in the in the like? Well, basically, right next to it, right next. Right. To, like, she's uh, her, she's at Lewiston, which is right. Lewiston. Next to okay, well, yeah, yeah. I'm... <laughs> anyway, we won't talk about that. Uh, what we will talk about is uh, okay. I I do think. Can we get to the the HOH competition a little bit? Like I know well, we, we will get there. Um, yeah. It was okay. There's a lot of Brent being clueless. Brent, yeah, like the whole thing. The Whitney, okay. Do you want do you want to talk about that Whitney conversation where Whitney was like, "You need to like think before you talk." And <laughs> yeah, was that after uh, before that though? There was a there was a whole thing with um, Derek or sorry with Xavier's uh, being exposed as the lawyer. Yeah, well, Derek Gaff and yeah, Xavier uh, and Derek Gaff are not seen eye to eye. Their cookout alliance is not long for these days, if you ask me. Yeah. Yay. Um. Yeah, he was not impressed with Derek Gaff. We're both in the cookout, okay? We grilling together, and you putting my ass on the grill. You putting my ass on the grill, Derek Gaff. Yeah. No, what the I hell? Mean, I mean, I don't think Derek Gaff cares about the cookout i think he he knows he's not in any position of power in the house uh, he he's smart enough to figure that out i think uh, i think he's just gonna <laughs> hang back until the end yeah he, well he's gonna get he's gonna get picked off if he's not careful he needs to he needs to start hustling more with i think know. he figures like why waste uh an eviction on me and he might be right he might be right. It might uh, he might be easy jury, you know, because yeah, I, he's like they're not talking about him as a threat, you know, because mm -hmm. I do think I don't think he's he he's gonna win a lot of hohs. I, I just don't see it. Um, so like yeah, keep him around, make him think he's safe, and then you take him out when you need to take him out. <laughs> you know, like, he's giving hey. me lawyer vibes. 
lawyer vibes uh as he was saying because it, you know everyone's uh xavier uh okay it, this is his rationale if they found out that i'm actually a lawyer they might view me as more of a mental threat they might they know you're smart don't worry buddy you the but way you whether you have either you say you have this uh degree or not they can assess you up for what uh, skills you have like i don't think anyone's too worried he's gonna have to cite some kind of legal code or no. something he learned in law school in the brother house, right? But it's the so, same thing Derek did. With, he didn't say he was a cop. Derek well, Lavasser. But, yeah, but well, I think that the, the skills of undercover detective are more transferable to a big brother game than like like than a prosecutor a little bit more, you know? Because yeah. you have you have to be more a little bit more deceptive. There is deception involved with being a lawyer. There's uh, I'm there's sure, but there's there's an advantage to being a lawyer though is um it's arguing you know like that's what you do for a living you know is arguing right. and being persuasive and being persuasive and also um looking at both sides of things a lot of the time you know what I mean they have to uh that's their job literally uh so i think yeah being a lawyer would definitely be an advantage in these games like have we ever had a lawyer win one of these games i don't even know like survivor or big brother that i, I can't a think doctor of. we had dr will Dr. Will, but he's a, he's a skin doctor. Didn't Dr. Uh, Will go to law school before medical school? I, he did, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, he seems like more of a lawyer too, Dr. Will. You know, he became a dermatologist because I think he, you know, he's a, he's a very vain person, Dr. Will. You know, mm -hmm. and, and so I think that was a huge reason why he, he became a doctor. <laughs> Just <laughs> a, keep himself a looking younger, and yeah. uh, and and if you're a lawyer and a doctor, hey, you can you, you always have options. I'm sure. Oh. For, exactly. for jobs and and things girls you, and, you know exactly like all those things right like yeah. status money all those living things. up his best life like oh, xavier oh. um i just thought it was very funny just Derek f like he could be fbi or he could be a lawyer <laughs> you know um, uh you're getting mad i was it was one of my more preferred moments of tonight like i thought it was pretty funny uh I, okay and he like the thing is with Derek f he 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 has the right reads. I really like his reads in the house, but he's so dumb and how he goes about it. Like you no practical applications. Yeah, you don't blurt that out in front of Xavier. You go talk to somebody one on one and make sure he doesn't hear it and go, hey, what do you think about him being a lawyer? And then you plant that bug in someone's ear and then you let it spread like a virus. You know, right? But imagine, like, you okay, you're in the house, Jeff, and someone goes, Jeff, I think you're a lawyer, and you know you're not a lawyer, but you so what, what how would you react to it? Would you get mad about it, or would you just not even care about oh, yeah. it? Because it's, you know, I mean, it, so, yeah, so if you, if yeah. you get a reaction out of somebody, it kind of shows, like, uh oh, this is true. <laughs> well, uh, and that's why I think Xavier is not playing this well. Like, yeah. I mean, the fact that it upset him that much is, um, it's kind of like the twin twist or whatever when when people were figuring that out it's like um some people just give off vibes you know they give off like like if you watch enough tv shows you've seen lawyers or cops or doctors people give off vibes like oh okay seems like you you're you're he's giving me lawyer vibes exactly and he's very articulate yeah, and like for him to be um, um just a model just doesn't seem like you know like, like right. he's uh, like, it just doesn't seem like correct. You what know? about Sarah Beth's reaction where she's like, if I find out you're both, like, I will be mad. And I will be mad. I will be mad. She's getting a little feisty, Sarah Beth. She's... Okay. And so I guess getting maybe Jeff uh, a little skipping ahead to the HOH competition because the Kings uh, win again, right? Sarah Beth, another week of protection. Same thing with Xavier. Another Wait, week of protection, but can we talk? Oh, there's one other thing I want to talk about before we get there. Um, mm -hmm. The Derek X stuff, where he is, he was um, basically saying like, "I'm not really with the Royal Flush. Like, it doesn't behoove me to stay with this Royal Flush alliance." And he was like, "I want a king to go home, but I don't want to be the one to do it." Right. And I was like, oh, that's what I mean. Like, he's the best player on that team right now. He's like, he he on the he's, he's doing. On the Aces team, he's doing the best, and that I think that was an important thing tonight because the Kings ended up winning this stupid HOH, and now we're going to get a boring week where it's going to be Whitney and Hannah on the block. They already telegraphed what was going to happen, basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, so. we saw. I, I thought it was interesting to see all the meetings because that's kind of what we had. Sort of after this point, we had a bunch of meet. Like we had like segments, like the Queens meeting, the Aces meeting, the Kings meeting, and the Joe. Was there a Joker's meeting? Actually, I don't think there was. Um, no one cares yeah, what those. Yeah, 
the Jokers are not playing. They're a bunch of Jokers. They really are. I mean, they have the best name for their team. You got Derek F, Aza, and Brittany, and the, no. and, and the late Frenchie. The Aces uh, make sense too. You got like the super smart young girl Hannah. You got Derek X, the like you know the super wonder kid. Uh, you you know like the the Aces make sense. The Kings also make sense because like they're they're running the house. The Kings and the Queens are kind of like yeah the second in command to the Kings. So they, they, all the teams kind of make sense actually in their names. They kind of they they're they're fitting of their names. Yeah. Um. Yeah, with Derek X tonight, because you know well, there was a bunch of segments where they it was just like, well, we got to get away from Brent. We can't talk to Brent. And that was a big thing. He even said every nook and cranny of this place. He looks for me. <laughs> he didn't like the stalking from Brent. Uh, but yeah, uh, Derek X, um, being in this Royal Flush Alliance, I guess, like, what was the, I, what? What else did you expect? You were the only ace who joined it. Right. So if he can if he can successfully navigate this, I think now, because I don't I don't think he can really get out of this easily. He has to sort of ride it. Uh, he didn't bring another ace with him. I think Hannah was who he should have tried to recruit into the alliance from the beginning. Uh, so he wouldn't be the only ace uh, in that group. But I guess he didn't want to push his lock too much. And so, yeah, like he's always going to be outnumbered. He's the only one until they're down to three. And like Some, maybe you know so sometimes that's good though sometimes like when you're the one person like in the middle of two three on three alliances or whatever um, you're the swing you're, you're the swing yeah like in Survivor it really works out a lot of the time but in Big Brother it's a bit different it's um sometimes it's just like let's get at the easy person a lot more often than in Survivor mm -hmm. so like yeah like I do see why he feels that way and I actually think he I was impressed with him I was I expected him to go blabber to to the royal flesh alliance and i'm glad he did not yeah me too i will we'll see where i think derek x has potential but i, I will see like if he's if he was he's starting to figure it out i like his diary room sessions i think we need more derek x um and jeff just because until we unless until we or unless we forget uh whitney and brent did have that whole conversation where she's like like the the conversation they had about his personality and the way he talks to people and all these things and yeah um, which what, which you know what he, he is a bit creepy and he but like i think the vindictive stuff with with um with hannah like if everybody hated his guts the way hannah did i'd say okay there's something going on here that is clearly wrong right but they're all kind of like whitney said it to him tonight she's like look you 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 come across the wrong way a lot of the time and you just just think about that and i love you as a person still even though i'm telling you this right and i was like that that is the way the right way to approach something like that instead of just being dismissive and being like this guy's an asshole fuck him basically and that's kind of the attitude i was getting from hannah and i just don't think that's a good way to go about just it. writing him off right like i guess writing him off yeah, like you're 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 beyond redemption, which maybe is not so true. Like he's 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 a young guy and he's capable of learning things and changing behavior and whatever. Um, how like how, how Brent is twenty five, so pretty young. Uh, or I'm old, one of those two, or both. Yeah, sorry, yeah, first I always say yeah, just have some compassion and 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 um do whitney i i respected the hell out of whitney for what about claire for, jeff he, she was feeling bad for brent um instead of her claire? diary room sessions she, they were trying to give you more claire they were saying here's claire in the diary room talking about how she feels bad for brent but she can't tell him were you digging those segments uh oh i was really looking forward to that answer um well we'll just i don't oh okay he'll be back there he is now with the internet that's kind of cutting out of me here um yeah. okay so what did, did i like claire stuff not really i mean I, I really don't like i i enjoyed what she was saying but i mean she she's such a non-factor on the show for me that i just i don't see what she's bringing to the table first soundbite of Claire is on the board. What is it? Yo, 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 Julie. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even her DR, Dave. It was it was her shout Julie. I thought you it know? was so ridiculous. I had to grab it. I was like, yo, yeah. yo, yo, Julie. Yo, She's like, yeah. 
what's Julie gonna do? Yo, Julie. What's Julie gonna do? Busted a California uh, California uh, love? Like that would have been the best if Julie had busted into California love. That would have made the whole thing. But no, yeah, like uh, I, Claire's got a very interesting personality energy that I just don't know translates well to TV. I think that's really what the problem is. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree with you, Dave. Like she's um anybody that puts on like like it's like she's being fed lines and it's like oh she's like doing what the producers i think are expecting her to do like acting big and wow and and like and sometimes like people get away with it more but yeah her personality is not translating to that i'd rather her just but the thing is like there's not enough characters on the show like there there a lot of them are kind of boring strategy bots and, and and like they've like three weeks in a row they've taken out um characters i would say people who are eccentric eccentric and that and i don't think the the show planned on that and now we have i think a potentially boring few weeks ahead of us well okay and we really do need to look ahead to this week um Okay, we talked about the Aces meeting where they were like, we want a king to go next. That was kind of like the theme, like through the Aces. And then the Kings, like, were, oh, I guess, oh, so they were they were talking about going after Whitney and whatever. Oh, and, also, uh, how arrogant was it? Their whole conversation where it's like, oh, should we try to win? I mean, maybe I should try to win. Alyssa was saying where she was like, because we, I haven't won anything. So maybe I should try and win it. Like, you know, I just like assuming that she was going to win it. Like it, to me, that's how I took it. And I was just like, okay. Well, I wasn't quite, who won the HOH tonight? Because Christian. they all wanted as a Christian's, Christian. Christian's is the one who like yeah. hit the button, right? Yeah. So Christian was the last guy to put the, the last piece of surfboard on. And then he hit the button. So he so. it's ultimately his decision. Like they don't have to decide as a team who the nominees are. No, which is good. Like make one person age wage. Yeah. Um, and the Kings, the Kings, their meeting tonight, their segment was like, we know we have to win because we know that all the, the other three teams have all lost a member. And of course, they would not like us to have more numbers. Like, so right. it made complete right. sense. And they, they had to win tonight and they did. Yeah. And like they do need to break up the Christian Alyssa thing. Because if they don't down the road, um, that that's going to be a powerful alliance. I mean, is the Kings so. the real the actual best team on paper, Jeff? Because you got Xavier, you got Christian, Alyssa, and Sarah Beth, and strategically, those four players are you know uh, they've had a lot of power in this house so far. They will continue to, and uh, and and they're and they're well Frenchie, situated. Frenchie's original instinct was correct. He was he he was right to want to go after Christian, and. You know, like he—he's a huge threat in this house. He is the most athletic guy. He—he's really good at these competitions. Um, you just watch him. Just watch him in the competitions. He's the fastest. Let's go he's back in the way back machine, Jeff, and let's go back all the way back to who Frenchie said with the meatheads. The meatheads in the house would definitely be Travis, Brent, Xavier, and Christian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's Travis he gone, was, and the only one I would disagree now. with. The only one I would disagree with was Xavier. The other three absolutely were the meatheads of the of that, but that doesn't mean they were going to all team up with each other. Like I think he needed to look at the biggest threat, and to me, it was Christian. He won the wild card, so he couldn't put him up. So he ended up putting up Kylan, which was a big, big and Alyssa. The Alyssa was yeah. the big mistake when he put up. A, I think I think Kylan too. I think they're both mistakes for different reasons because he made two prom two respective promises and he broke both respective promises. But I, I um, and he bonded. I, he was gonna put Brent up, but then he bonded with him. So he was like, I, I can't put him up now. And then so and it, he, he should have anyway. He should yeah, have anyway. He should have anyway. In retrospect, I'm sure that's what if you can do it over again. He, he, he put you. Put up Brendan Travis or something. Yeah. Yes. But he also shouldn't have put himself in that box and promised all these promises. That was ridiculous. He yeah. also should have rolled the dice. There was a lot of mistakes Frenchie made. Um, you know, he wrote a lot of uh, checks he couldn't cash. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Um the vote. We talked about the exit interview and uh and <laughs> What, what, did you think that Julie was a little too hard on Brent, or did you think she was just trying to sort of get um, 
No, I don't know. I think I think she she was asking all the same questions that most people wanted her to ask. Um, because he is so it's almost it's like I said, it's like unbelievable how delusional and deluded he was in the house. Like, like, how could you have that little self-awareness? Like more and more common like, these days, it feels like. Yeah, like I don't know. Like it just to me, like you you're especially for a man that works in the service industry that deals with customer service all day, um, you would think you'd be able to read people at least a little bit, at least a little bit, you know, you could tell, you should be able to tell when people like a customer, for instance, on an airplane, it's not really digging you. Yeah. Well, yeah, he would, you would think that like those kinds of cues and things like that, um, would be commonplace, but for Brent, not so much. I think he just has to be friendly and be good at, hospitality i guess really at the end of the day i think he well yes and i mean the thing is you can be friendly and then but people like can still show you like they find you annoying you know <laughs> um that can that happens but a lot of times i think yeah i just don't get the, the that lack of self-awareness I, I i i is it an east coast thing maybe i don't know <laughs> that's what he was claiming East Coast. He was saying, I think it's the East Coast attitude, and the there's a lot of like. I think there is some truth to East Coast cult, East Coast culture. I guess bro culture as well. That's not even a regional thing, but that like Brent falls into a different culture. Right. I think Jersey. Is he New York or Jersey? He's Jersey. He's Jersey. Yeah, he's Jersey Shore. I mean, that's what he is, right? Basically, yeah, he's, uh, you know. As we say in Italian, ciao. Uh, he likes the mafia. He likes, uh, uh, what's to Probably watch The Sopranos. Probably loves The Sopranos, you know. Yeah, he's just like, he's like, a, I'm a tough guy. You know, nothing about me screams pawn. Nothing about me physically, mentally, or emotionally screams pawn. What's an emotional pawn? What was the quote he said tonight? Amanda thought it was the funniest thing, where he's like something about my mental capabilities or something like that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, my, my, my I don't know. He's like, just... I can't believe you didn't pull that quote because it was no ridiculous. from his exit interview. You mean like I just couldn't yes. bother. I was just like, we'll never, we will never discuss Brent much after tonight. But um, you know, he he. But for the three weeks he was here, he was an entertaining character and. That's too bad, and that is a trend I do see in a lot of these seasons, like where these these really eccentric cast members they throw into the house, they are the they are the media targets because I just think that they're seen as unstable and they have an energy that people don't want to deal with, right? And just so they and they go, I can't rely on this person. This person will. I I agree, but there needs to be more of them. That's my opinion. Like there needs to be more because the, you're right. There's like four or five of them usually every season out of sixteen. It's not enough. It needs to be like eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, you need at least half. A half crazies is is the it should be the quota. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's no. that's how you get the gold. That's a, but that the problem with that, Dave, is that's how you get season fifteens, and that's how you get that. You know, right? So, uh, yeah. All right, let's uh let's just quickly uh cross Brenty off the board here from our draft uh, with our. Oh, what are we doing here? Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Oh man, I'm all over the place with my buttons. Okay, so yeah, Brent here, Brent Champagne, spelled just like the drink, in case you were wondering, uh, goes out here the third evicted uh, in our our draft. Uh, he says he there he's from Rhode Island, Cranston, Rhode Island. Now, but I don't think originally for some mm. reason. Anyway, um, yeah, so Brent went eleventh overall in our draft, taken by my wife Jane. So he wasn't a high pick. And uh, you can see that they all, so far the three, the first three evictees, all men, and uh, and kind of in the bottom half, except for maybe Travis, who was just barely in the top half. Uh, and yeah. uh, I don't think Jane, Jen, uh, Jane was happy. She was happy to see Brent go because she was like, "He's embarrassing me. This is not a good a good pick." <laughs> she like, could have had Aza, Derek X, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah, Derek X would have been the pick, I think, in retrospect, uh, to have. Um, and so, yeah, I so Jane joins me as the, one of the people who has only one person left. But I, I have Xavier, Jeff, and he's safe for another week, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. Um, I know. think okay, I my one of my two girls don't like each other, Dave. The Sarah Beth and Hannah um, rivalry is is uh, gonna occur. Yeah, I you think. may. This is like the season where I had Swaggy C and um, 
uh what's his name the one who went to the the end uh with what season sorry uh, the one that Casey won. Casey Tyler. Remember when Tyler? Tyler. So, so I had Tyler and Swaggy C. And when Sw- Tyler's like, I have to get Swaggy C out. And I was like, No. <laughs> right. Right. It could be only one. Happening. Yeah, that's what's happening here. And I do think Sarah Beth's going to win that 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 whole thing because I think she, she's in with the Kings, and I think that really is going to help her. I think our friend Jen here, she's looking kind of uh, tenuous here, which is Whitney hanging on. She's she's lost Travis, and she's hanging on with Whitney. And, and Jane with uh, Alyssa, I think Alyssa and Christian, I could see one of those people going in the next few weeks because oh, yeah. I don't think the, ha- the house is not going to let those two um, uh, go far, I think. One of them might go far, but not both of them. Well, if they keep having safety, that's why this team twist, I think this has to be the last week of the team twist, uh, really. because yeah. they And they said that this will be the final wild card competition. They're like, we, we don't need... Like in this, Jeff, this whole wild card competition has mostly been like you have a choice, and 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 in both of those cases, that choice meant you gave up your safety. So you played the safety competition just to be to have a choice to give up your power, which is ultimately well, what it, it all. The wrong to. person won twice. You know, uh, Brittany it would have been great if Brittany had won it, but you can't count to thirteen. Uh, so hey, that was a that was a problem, uh, and. Yeah, so if you look at the, it's just a results-based twist, and so, sometimes those aren't fun. It's kind of like Jeff uh, Probe said with the uh, the Tyler Perry idol. You know, you would have loved it had Spencer got it, but Tony got it. You know. Yeah, well, I think that the the team twist works only if there's sort of like an equilibrium here. Now that the fact that the Kings are going to have this advantage now that they've won the two HOHs back to back, I think maybe that should have been the rule that your team can't win HOH back to back. Or something like that, um, but it was that's how it's going to go. So the Kings are going to get two weeks of safety here. We'll see yeah. what the if that if how much resentment that's going to build up for all of them. It will, um, it will. especially but, for like a team like the Aces that just played ball with them and made sure like you know Brent went home here. Whitney's not going to be happy when she goes in the block. Neither will Hannah. Um, it's going it, to maybe it'll be more entertaining than. I'm expecting. I hope it will be, you know, because I'm worried. I'm worried this is going to become a boring season. I don't. Well, I don't think so because I. Well, I think that um, that it's easier to go against. Yeah, the aces at this point because they have Derek X and Whitney and Hannah are sort of less uh, connected. It seems like with any alliances, although I guess Hannah is sort of in the cookout. Here's the problem, though, Dave. Is what's the big alliance? Is it what, who, what, like, okay, for instance, like, we kind of saw tonight, like, Xavier is more loyal to Hannah in, in his head than the, than his own King's members, in a way. Like, right. is that true? I don't know. Like, he keeps saying people like, oh, I, I, I like Whitney, or I like, like, who's he loyal to? I think like, ultimately to himself, but he's, um he he's, I think he's using whatever advantage he can. I think that that's just how Xavier is. I think Xavier tries to get the most out of everything he can. Um, yeah, but that's not going to last. Like, you know, that's going to backfire on him because maybe. I think anyway, uh, right now he's playing great. But w- what happens when Christian puts like, what if Christian puts up Derek F and Aza? You know, and, and he, he doesn't know he doesn't know about the cookout. No, but because because Xavier is close to Christian, it's unlikely to happen. Why? He might like. So you're telling me this is not Christian's HOH. This is going to be more Xavier's HOH. He's going to be able to convince him. Yes. But what if he isn't? What if Christian goes? I don't do that. Well, then that would be a problem for the cookout. But um, I don't think that that's. I I, here my. I don't think that Christian is that strong-willed of a person. I think that he's going to go with long. I think he's got to listen to what Alyssa wants to do, and I think Alyssa might defer a lot to xavier um and we and also to tiffany i think that tiffany is also having influence on this king's team even though she's not a king um you know her son is named christian uh she can say christian but don't do that or maybe she will maybe she will she would like if aza went up on the block because she kind of does want to get rid of her i'm wondering if this hoh might not go the way we're thinking and it might not be whitney and hannah going on the block 
Maybe it is like a two jokers. Maybe Brittany goes back on the block with another joker. You know, I wonder. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see what Christian does. I because either any way he plays it, somebody's going to be upset with him. You know. Yes, and it was interesting seeing here after the Kings won tonight, where they went back into eavesdrop on the house. It was like the Aces were right up in the in the face of the Kings, and we saw that the, like they were sucking up hard, I guess, because they think that they're yeah. the most in trouble with the Kings. And you see, like uh, the Joker is nowhere to be found. They go and they go and hang in their corner by themselves. It seems like a yeah, lot. in their dungeon. Oh. And uh, and it was the Queens. Where do the Queens go? What do they do? They go do yoga. They go do yoga. <laughs> That makes yeah. sense. All right. Uh, yeah. So I think that well, okay. So we've gone through the board. We've talked about the draft. We're we're, we're we talked about maybe this potential, and we kind of know we have a good idea of what the Kings are likely to do, what Christian's likely to do. Um, we got Sam in the chat. Uh, he was saying, "I don't want. I did not want the Kings to win." So who, I. Sam, who did you want to win? Uh, I wanted. I personally wanted a Joker to win. Uh, you know, I wanted, wanted the, yeah, Brit. I really wanted Brittany to win, but yeah, I wanted the Jokers to win. They almost did. Like, um, there, I couldn't believe they were that bad. By the way, at that surfboard puzzle, like, yeah, I mean, that the, was, surf, the surfboard puzzle we haven't talked about, but it was kind of neat. Like this whole relay race, and I was again, they were doing this like on the air. We're gonna find out who the HOH is. Um, again, it was we were even saying last night, ah, they won't do it again, but they did um and yeah like it was kind of a painful thing to watch like a few times a, a couple teams almost got disqualified they almost let their clocks run out it was a lot of chaos it was a lot of yelling um, yeah and they were only, they were really only able to show us one team and then one the team one they showed us the fish i don't know it was strange the editing i don't know i was, I was confused like why couldn't they just show us all four teams at once um, yeah, I, it's almost like they should have like a rehearsal, like maybe with like some uh, dummy, like extra kind of, you know, come in and, and do like a mock version of the competition before you run it. They, they probably do. They probably do do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they should get a new sound team, I think. Yeah. Uh, Sam was pulling for an ace or the aces or the jokers to win tonight. So not the queens. So is that because the aces and the jokers, I guess now are like the the. Um, the underdogs like they're sort of like the you know they they have they have a, the mountain to climb now i don't know like because are the queens really that tightly aligned with the kings well and how much and and how much equity will they have like like art kylan for sure seems to be well set up and well positioned but tiffany and claire i'm less sure of um exactly how much clout they have how much agency that uh, you know currency they can spend um, so I'm kind of curious to see there. I think that like, again, like you have certain, I think between Xavier and Tiffany and Kyland who are all cookout members, I think that they're maybe the ultimate like leadership group of that. But where does uh, that leave Claire? Claire's like, a number. you know, Claire's just a number and they'll pick her off when they need to. It seems like, you know, mm -hmm. like, the, so like their alliance is kind of just like, I don't know. It feels like um, once, all right, once certain people find out about this cookout alliance, and I do think it's going to happen uh, at some point. Um, like once Christian, Alyssa, um, Claire find out about the cookout, Brittany. I think it's Brittany. I think those type of players are going to, um, they're going to start realizing kind of like like what was going on in the house i think when they didn't really understand like claire i think claire's just has no idea really what's going on you know as far as far as like real alliances like she's told like with the kings and queens like the, in the royal flush but like I she don't knows mafia is not real she knows mafia is not real and she felt bad about but she's just going along for the ride she's total coaster and you know floater's got a life vest that's you know that's what i have to say on claire is she a floater or a coaster she both <laughs> she's a floating coaster she's a floating coaster well that could be good for poolside um okay so yeah like i kind of get the idea of like okay the kings are now pretty dominant and now it's almost like you would need to cheer against these four kings because as an audience because like xavier has a lot of power now he's well positioned so and so there are the people around him and then like but like is Alyssa that good of a player i don't think so nope no I don't think so. I um I don't think Christian's a great player either. Um, Sarah Beth, like, Sarah Beth's impressing me a bit more. Uh, Xavier's a good player, I do think. Um, 
there's there's only a few i think that are to me i really have a chance to kind of be a mastermind in the house so that makes sense most people are just kind of like looking out for themselves and maybe it is because of the team twist maybe that'll change uh but right now it just seems like there's only a few players that i consider playing a strategic game derek x is playing a strategic game tiffany is playing a strategic game um yeah like like there are people that kind of like i just don't think get it like aza as much as i like her i don't really think she gets it right now because she doesn't really understand i think she knows what's going on with this world flesh thing um but once that kind of gets explained to her uh, and derek f i think they're gonna kind of understand kind of like what's going on in the house and i don't think that's happened yet yeah i think about this a lot because you know in the case of aza and and players like that because like she can only she can only know what she's told right or what people share with her so it's hard to know well how don't you know about the secret alliance that you're not a part of aza but like none of us sure. would know right if we were no in, she in does her... but she has a hunch like that's why she went up to tiffany last episode and was like mm -hmm. what is going on and and she was kind of interrogating her a little bit but that's because she's not being filled in and they're supposed to be and the cookout's supposed to be like in her mind the superior alliance that's you know lying beneath the surface that nobody knows about and they should be filling each other in no matter what but they're not and and, and so it's interesting to me like that that cookout alliance is is not as strong as the show wants us to believe and and it's going to get blown up at some point yeah uh real master Tiff, Tiffany, I just, she's never really, like, even from the moment she introduced the cookout, it was kind of something she was like, I might, like, I might ride this for a bit, but ultimately there's only one winner. So she, it's always been like, I'll, I'll do this for as long as I ha absolutely have to. No longer. <laughs> you know? I agree. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, I don't know if there's a lot more else to break down from the episode or from this week. Uh, even heading into next week, we kind of have a good sense of it. And from a spoiler perspective, I don't know if we have a lot else to cover for tonight. But uh, if you have any questions or, or comments in the chat, throw them out and we will address them. Uh, we were maybe hoping Jamil could join us for, uh, for an update. But alas, I think I don't know if he'll be able to make it tonight. Um, so uh, it, it was his birthday last night so we all wish him a very happy birthday uh belated um and as they would say wait where is it? yeah happy birthday Jamil. we'll see you next week probably well, no he's gonna be no he's gonna be in la right. next week yeah and so. many more it's i just I have to go get that is that this year it's garrick garrick <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah and there's really these uh eviction episodes there's really not much to break down other than what really happened on the episode there's no there's no spoilers or everything you see is what you get <laughs> you know it's 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 real time it's live all right so like do we know who uh, the only thing else i think we can maybe mention is the is this wild card competition and, and who will have to play in it because like everyone else is not eligible to play in it. so i feel like you like it has to be like i think aza has to play in it and maybe Alyssa has to play in it and right yeah um kylan yeah, maybe I, I or something like that oh kylan played the first week kylan played the first okay week. then i don't know claire i guess claire yeah so we're gonna get sort yeah. of like the people who have never went in that competition are gonna play in it i guess that's something to look forward to um and but it's all gonna come down to what decision and what power and will that be used and you know otherwise we're just gonna get standard noms uh another question here have you guys decided on a survivor season yet like what what, what survivor we're going to do a rewatch on jeff yeah you're, you're um i don't know like i said i do pearl islands but i don't know we'll have to figure set that up pearl islands or something else i tried to was trying to rewatch um I, uh, well the, some of those earlier seasons like tv has changed it's harder to sometimes go back and watch the early tv now yeah like he was <laughs> sam was saying africa and i've watched africa a few times because i um, a few years ago, I really got into all the Survivor seasons, uh, and yeah, that one is—it's not my favorite season because I don't love the tribal councils in that season. There's a few of them that are really good, but for the most and part, like the people are suffering so bad on that season that I don't think their heads are in it, and that's why I think they—they they decided that like they they shouldn't do that as much, <laughs> you know. 
they shouldn't make them suffer as much as they were. If people weren't watching because it was a survival show, they were more watching because of the intrigue and the strategy and the social dynamic. And so yeah. they started, they laid into that more. So yeah, it is different. Um, for the reason why I love Pearl Island so much is because just the amount of characters that are on that season, you have Rupert, you have Johnny Fairplay, you know, you got that Sandra, you got, you got, uh, Andrew Savage. <laughs> it's just like, it goes on Lil, like it goes on and on. I still remember them in season seven. And you the know? pirate, the pirate theme was kind of neat. Um, yeah, and, Drake, uh, Drake, <laughs> Drake tribe. I stole their stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that one, yeah. that one's the one. That, that one might be fun to go back and just Johnny Fairplay. My grandmother died. Still epic, like, epic move. It, one of the, it's the most uh, most epic moves in reality TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The balls, the balls to pull out. The balls of it. What he thought that would get him. Just more of a laugh, I think, more than anything. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Sam, we definitely will. We were actually, we did a couple like season rewatch sort of breakdowns with our friend Josh Foster about a year ago. Uh, and we, I think we should maybe call up Foster and say, watch another season, Foster, and we'll talk about it. Well, maybe Pearl Islands is the one we really need to do. So, yes, we will hopefully get to that. Um, and also check out our other stuff here on uh, Super Mater Brothers podcasting. We did Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff a lot this year, quite a bit. We did WandaVision and a lot of those new Disney shows, talking about those and what we thought about them. So uh, check those ones out. Also, of course, we'll be back here for Big Brother next week, Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, sounds like without Jamil, I believe. Although he's, I think he's, we'll see. No guarantees, um, and um, and we we wish him well on his travels uh, in vacation in the very near future. And uh, thanks to Daryl Clark for filling in last night too. And also check out our other um, channels. We have one that's called Live Long and Podcast. It's our Star Trek channel. Monday nights we talk about Star Trek, the original series. We've been talking about all those episodes, not in order. We only have a few left. So uh, check that out every Monday night. Plus Tuesday nights we talk about Star Trek D Space Nine. We've been going through every episode of that in order. Uh, starting next week, we're doing season four uh, and, and getting into the way of the warrior. So that's been a lot of fun. If you like Star Trek, check out that channel. Plus on, on this Saturday night, we're going to be doing our next installment of Star Trek Radio Theater where we do like a script read and we read like the episode in, in, on, in sort of an audio-only version. Uh, we're doing the episode Cause and Effect, which is like a time loop with the Enterprise, uh, Picard and the crew that keep getting blown up and they have to figure out how to get out of it. So it's a, it's a really uh, fun story. Check that out uh, Saturday night at 9 over on Live Long and Podcast. And lastly, we have another channel called Trivial Debates where we talk about movies, TV, sports, and more. Uh, it's like an argument. We have a movie round. We argue about what's like the best movie of X or whatever. So we had Mike O'Connor hosting this last one this past Sunday for July. Jeff, uh, Adam, and Jody were competing. And we'll be having another one at the end of August as well uh, as we... Uh, Still July, though, because this one, the last Sunday in July came uh, quite a few, a little bit early in, in the month. So anyway, those are all our channels, all our content, all those, all the great things to plug. Uh, and we will be back here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting on Sunday. And until then, um, uh, let's, let's get Julie back in here. Where Did she have she? a quote at the end? She did. It was just, but it, it was a little bit less. It was a little bit more coherent, so it was not. It wasn't as funny. I, I like her really more botched ones, and this one for for right now is the champion. From outside the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chen Moonves, and remember, be. Oh, thank you.